Which way is catering with Justine and Bruce? Served up by Variety Attractions, celebrating 60 years of entertainment excellence. This episode of Which Way is Catering with Justine and Bruce is brought to you by Brannigan, Inc. For nearly two decades, Brannigan, Inc. has energized brands in the entertainment industry, helping fairs and festivals connect with audiences. Their creative, results-driven marketing approach drives attendance and makes communications fun. Check them out at BranniganInc.com. Also, this episode is brought to you by Spectrum Weather Insurance. Spectrum Weather Insurance provides a variety of rain, heat, severe weather, and event cancellation insurance customized for your specific event. They have the experience and expertise that hundreds of events rely on each year. Visit them at SpectrumWeatherInsurance.com. give you one there was a i was at a fair Mm -hmm. and we had an act that was a younger act they had a show on nickelodeon Mm. and they were on tour for the first time so they were all you know it was almost like the beatles on the road or the monkeys or they were just having a blast you Mm -hmm. know it was the tour manager was just trying to keep them in line and just know where they are at all times, which was very difficult. So I don't know who made the decision, but on the way to our show, they stopped at a motorsports shop Mm -hmm. and purchased some mini bikes and ATVs. (laughs) So when they arrived at our venue, they were zipping around on all of these vehicles backstage. Well, one of them decided to put one of their mini bikes into our runner vehicle. Mm. Which was a super nice, super nice, uh, like yeah, a Denali or something. Something yeah. like that. Cut me a check out of his trust fund at the end of the day. Right. Oh. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> you have props. Ew, we do have props. You look official. Well, you know, I try for you guys. You know, I. I got to get out the headset. Look at those yeah. headphones. Oh, oh, my, oh my. my. I know. My little podcast machine here. Ta-da. Ta-da. Man. I come with my own. Delaware State Fair. <laughs> <laughs> See, and, and I, hey, oh, just, Justine and I were just talking that you needed a laugh track, but you don't because you made us <laughs> laugh right away. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes you gotta just provide your own laugh tracks in, in, in life. So how, how so how big uh, how big is your uh, podcast? What do you got going on? Oh, it's it's like non-existent <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, losing like, staff. <laughs> you, you have you, like three listeners. Oh yeah. Well, we started and we had some great interviews and and everything was going the right way. And then my co-host unfortunately chose to uh, to, to go a different direction. So what's with the Nebraska sweatshirt? Oh, uh, and I lived in Nebraska for four years. Uh, certainly not to support the football team. That's for sure. Good gracious. I thought you'd be dolphins all the way here. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just uh, was was cleaning out the garage and stuff. So I needed something oh. to wear that I didn't care about. You have like <laughs> a Dan Marino's poster. Oh, yeah. Dan Marino's yeah. the man. That's what started my whole dolphins uh, career. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Which Way is Catering with Justine and Bruce. 
and it's served up by variety attractions celebrating over 60 years of entertainment excellence. And speaking of excellence, uh, we have a great friend of ours, and his name is Danny Aguilar, and he's, you got to tell us the title, because I, I don't think it fits on my note card here uh, <laughs> at the Delaware State Fair. You know, he, he's a big gun, and Danny, welcome to our podcast. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to, to certainly join you guys, and yeah, Assistant General Manager and, and Director of Marketing. I wish I was paid per letter, but uh, I'm, I'm not. Ooh. But uh, like we all do, we all wear different hats and just to uh, make the job work. And and uh, we're, we're I'm excited to be here with you. But wait a second. I've got to I've got to play an intro here. You, you, you ready, guys? Okay. Yep. So you, you want to go ahead and say Danny Aguilar and I'm going to cue up the music here. OK, Danny Aguilar. Delaware State Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I come with my own music. I noticed none of your other guests have. Uh, we have need to get else. one of those. We need to get one of those. So it's just a big board. And you can program all your buttons. Yeah, you can program yeah, like laughing tracks and stuff like that. So it's yeah, it's it's a fun little toys. My wife's like, really? Is that something you need in your life in your professional life? Sure. Well, well, yeah. Justine and I. Once we get over twelve listeners, maybe we will <laughs> uh, be able to get a board like that. But yeah, yeah that looks one pretty. Day. Good. Well, thanks for joining us, Danny. We really appreciate your time today. And uh, like we start off with a lot of our guests, we ask the question. What do you think about when we mention variety attractions? I think of a lot. Um, um, I've been with the Delaware State Fair 15 years, and uh, early on in my career, I was introduced, of course, to, uh, to Todd Bolton, to George and Shirley Moffitt, and just the whole variety team. And um, it's, it truly is a, a member of my personal family, but a member of, of, of the Delaware State Fair family. And, and just the, the, the traditions and the history and just the stories that you hear when you go to IEBA and you go to IAFE and just, uh, you know, the, all the stories you hear about variety, certainly with George and, and Todd starting to, to, to accrue a, a story or two about them. But, you know, it's, it's, it's about, honestly, um, um, you know, excellence. And it's, and it's about, you know, his, historical you know, significance uh, within the entertainment um, industry. And they, they've, they've got a lot of, they've, I mean, they have a lot of stories to tell because they've made a lot of stories and they made a lot of lives possible. And um, I mean, when you support an artist, you make a, an artist move up the charts and, and you're helping support, you know, the road crews and the, and the production managers. And the, so it, it's, it's, it's a family very much like the Delaware state fair, but variety attractions I, I feel is, is very much a family uh, for us here at the Delaware state fair. Now, speaking of stories, do you have any Todd Bolton, George mm -hmm, Moffat? Mm -hmm. Can you do your best George Moffat impersonation? Anything <laughs> like that, Danny? Come on now. I mean, first time I met George Moffat, he was over at the uh, York County Fair, now the York State Fair. He was the voice of the of the York uh, York County Fair. So in the middle, he'd have his bus, he'd have his little, little, little RV there. And um, in the middle of, of us chatting, he just got up and he looked at his watch and he walked over to this, this phone and it was a cord, hard cord phone and he picked it up and dialed a number. And next thing you know is tonight's show is Seether and tickets are still available at the box <laughs> office. Stop on by Seether. And, and I'm just like, what, what in the world? <laughs> it's the voice of all throughout the fairgrounds. And about, you know, about a minute later, I, I hear the, uh, I hear the actual announcement, but um you know, it kind of goes back to, you know, jack of all trades, but, uh, you know, and, and Todd and his stories, uh, I mean, I certainly consider him to be a great friend. And 
I've, I've enjoyed the podcast and listening to the podcast because you guys are, you're, you're preserving history and you're pre- preserving some, some great, great stories, um, you know, about you know, variety of tractions and, and the impact that they've made in, in the industry. But, you know, just, just hearing, uh, you know, Trace Atkins, I mean, just the, the, the whole list goes on of uh, just, just the neat stories, but yeah, George, he's the, I always remember I'm the voice of the York County fair. <laughs> now, did he do that with the uh, two-inch cigar in his mouth, too? <laughs> he did. He was in there chewing. And he'd take it out and just did his announcement, came back right on cue. So, um, you know, very much a, 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 a true professional and a true gentleman. But uh, And Shirley wasn't, uh, you know, never, ever far away. And uh, you go out there at IEBA and you'd, you'd see him at IAFE and just uh, sit down. They always made you feel welcome and, and part of their family. So with George on site at the Delaware State Fair and you are the assistant general manager, um, any good backstage stories with artists and interactions between you and George or, you know, anybody back there that you could share with us? Hey, George was was very much, you know, attention to detail as well as Todd. I mean, it wasn't that you're pulling out the contract and going through line by line, but the the certain things that just, you know, make artists comfortable with with coming to your venue. And and certainly it's it's not about, you know, that exact show at that particular moment. It's about a relationship and growing a relationship and 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 growing just, you know, for because those artists talk to other artists and it's important for their their experience to, to be you know a positive one. So you try to look at uh, all amenities and ways that you can make folks comfortable, um, but you still have a job to do. You still have a show to put on, and you try to put on your your best professional um, uh, effort. I know early on, I I always you hear the stories you know about the the green M and M's or the red M and M's, and I I never fully understood the significance of that until uh, talking with George and talking with Todd, and then ultimately just conversations over at, at Aiba and, you know, the, the, the brilliance of the whole green M&M um, concept is, you know, just when, when a, when a tour manager gets off the bus, you know, to be able to go in and into a dressing room and, and to look to see, Hey, is there, is there a bowl full of green M&Ms? Then yeah, this is going to be a, this is going to be a good show because their, their attention to details is, is, is on. Uh, if it's, you know, scattered with different colors and you didn't really get a chance, you just kind of poured it into the bowl. That's probably most likely reflective of how the day is going to go. But, um, you know, it's 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 about showcasing the the Delaware State Fair and, and making them feel part of uh, you know our family uh, for for the half a day or the full day that they're able to join you. What uh, when you first started, you've been there for 15 years, you said, what was what was your first show that you got to experience at the Delaware State Fair? Yeah, our first show back in 2007, we had um, the, the full 10 years, our uh, full uh, 10 days. We're a 10-day fair. Um, average attendance is about 300,000. Um, and we had uh, fortunately booked uh, Carrie Underwood. Uh, Trace yeah. Atkins um, was there. Um, we also had uh, Daltrey at the time. Lady Antebellum was opening up for, uh, for Carrie Underwood. So kind of coming into kind of a, a, a stronger, and it was, she was growing in popularity. This was kind of one of her bigger shows. Uh, Lady Antebellum, if you go back and you look at their, they have a, their, their version of a podcast, um, but it's, it's done on the video side. I think episode like five or six early on the career was actually their trip going out to the Delaware State Fair mm-hmm. and, and opening up for Carrie Underwood. So being a part of, of their growth, um, you know, as far as uh, entertainment and growth in their career, was uh, was pretty neat and they've since been back and and charles always comments about hey this was this was one of these larger you know larger fairs that was you know early on for us um so yeah it was um yeah it was great uh, great lineup that year we had um three doors down stained hinder 
And then um, Toby Keith was also um, part of that lineup. So we, we had a real strong lineup in, in 2007 and uh, kind of moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, we, I think Justine and I are looking for some uh, dirty Danny. Come on now. I think, I think when my, my question, when that first show that you got to experience that first fair, were you like, what the hell am I getting myself into? Like, yeah. was it chaotic or were you like, oh, sh- I, this is, I'm a pro. Or did you go in like, holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was probably more the, the, the holy shit moment. Um, yeah. you know, I had an opportunity. I'm very familiar with, with, with performing. I traveled with an organization called Up With People. And so I was familiar with the show aspect, but I wasn't really connecting a big artist like a Carrie Underwood or, or, or a Toby Keith or, or a Daltrey and, and just um, – just understanding the, the the back end of this, and I know um, my, my friendship with uh, with with Bruce and 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 Brett and and several other um, buyers, you know, at that point in time, um, you, you kind of hear stories and and you quickly learn and, and you learn from from your, your your counterpart, so to speak. But you do you do have those those difficult experiences where an artist comes up and says, "Why are there white chairs out there on the track?" And we put down about thirty five hundred white chairs. It's it's a it's a harness racing track, as many fairs probably have um, you know throughout. And they wanted me to get rid of the white chairs and bring in black chairs. You know, reasonable request <laughs> if given like uh, two or three months and, and a rather large budget. So that was my first experience. Was like, okay, how do how do we handle? Uh, you know, s- something like that. And, and we kind of work, worked it out. But yeah, early on, you, you realize, you know, the things that you can say yes to and no to or who to go to to, to kind of work it around. And that's the beauty of having Todd, uh, Todd there because he kind of works through many of those, uh, any of those challenges. Did you spray paint the chairs black then? <laughs> no, actually, the, the manager on the, on, the, on the stage and the, and the tour manager was like, um, you know, ex-artist, I won't say who it is, um, but uh, ex-artist, uh, that, that's just not a practical request. We're just going to have to go in. I said, hey, don't worry. That it's going to get dark at 830 and it's, uh, you know, summertime and you're not even going to see that you have such a great time and it's a sold out show. So um, people will be standing. You won't even see chairs. Can you share a request that you did receive that didn't go as smoothly? <laughs> you know, yeah, we've uh, we're, we're fortunate to have a, a harness racing uh, facility and also a casino on site. And so uh, we're, we're part owner, um, majority owner of the uh, Harrington Raceway and Casino. Uh, so they do the catering and they do a wonderful job. Um, sometimes uh, dietary requests uh, are, are a bit challenging and a certain artist um, did not want any meat um, cooked or served or the aroma. And I'm thinking, man, he's coming to a fair. And most Whoa. fairs typically have a, a large collection of, of livestock and, um, you know, I'm trying to keep, uh, keep the, the animal aroma uh, and, and such. But as far as the cooking of said animals, um, he's a vegetarian. And, and uh, so he went and, and inspected all of, the, uh, all of the, the cooking areas and the prep area. And um, you can tell that his road crew and his crew were definitely craving some cheeseburgers and some steaks <laughs> uh, kind of off to the side. So we actually set up. Um, even though the rider just kind of foreboded it, but we uh, we set it up in the in another area for the guys to go and have something. A to- hidden burger stand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there are the carnivores that uh, that that appreciated that uh, that brief moment in time. But um, yeah, sometimes you just you you don't think that they can't be serious, or we'll do our best you know best effort, and um, you 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 kind of learn quickly that it's it's if it's important to them, certainly you 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 want to be respectful of that. Big time rush. It was uh, back when their their TV show was was pretty big and, and Nickelodeon. I think they made the you know the, the fair circuit, the fair run with with Big Time Rush. Um, they they wanted a a dog 
um, to, to, to play with in, in the backyard or backstage area. And, and I kind of just uh, say poo pooed it a little bit. Um, no pun intended. Ah. But uh, I was like, um, man, I, I, sorry, I didn't really, you know, we got busy and just never got a chance. Well, another artist had requested a, a dog backstage. So I thought, well, maybe, and it seems like a younger trend, a younger artist trend. And um, so I said, I, I, I better adhere to said request. So I called my wife and said, hey, can we get a golden retriever at home? I said, can you take him to the groomers? I need him tomorrow at at, uh, at, at eight o'clock and, you know, ready for arrival. And uh, I tell you what, my my golden retriever, we had hair everywhere, first off. Um, if you ever taken your dog to a groomer, all you're doing is you're just loosening the hair. But but anyway, she um, she the performer had uh, had an amazing time with the golden retriever. He actually did sound check. Uh, he was up on the stage and and was playing. So I don't know extravagant per se, but it's just one of those things that um, you you may not think the importance. But you know, for them, they just wanted maybe a brief moment of normalcy. And oftentimes, you know, pets pets certainly provide that to them. And um, I realized that. Uh, yeah, so my, my golden retriever did sound check with uh, mm-hmm. with a pretty cool artist. So that's awesome. So you have a casino on the ground. Is your nickname Double Down Danny? You know, some days I try to stay out of there as much as possible because um, we of course have other other things to do. But it's it's funny. There was a, a another artist um, that heard that there was a casino, and we were we were kind of doing a walkthrough. It was a cooking show. Uh, they were doing a walk through the kitchen and kind of doing a, a rehearsal. And, and I made the mistake. I say the mistake of, of mentioning that, yeah, that building over there is, is, is our, is our casino. And next thing you know, they, that's where they wanted to go. So we took them, we stopped at an ATM and, and uh, they spent a few hours over um, playing the, uh, playing some, uh, some, some table games and, and, and blackjack, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a neat experience. Um, they, they do a phenomenal job on the catering side. So that, that kind of gets into your, your venue's reputation. You know, we're able to do regional favors like crab cakes. Um, they do some amazing, um, prime rib and, um, they you know, their, their experience, their chefs are experienced in, in catering to, you know, um, you know, high rollers and, and such. So when artists come in, we, we certainly are very fortunate to have that aspect and that partnership there, uh, you know, working with them. And, um, it's, it's a big, uh, a big help to us. I will give you my one artist casino story and it's nothing bad. So I'll mention the name, but it was when uh, Luke Bryan was first starting. First thing he did when he walked off stage was, Hey, can you tell me where the nearest casino is? Yeah. Luke, um, he, he, he had some, I'll say unusual. Um, he wanted to make sure that his, his band had a good opportunity for a, a good solid workout. So, uh, the casino does have like a small gym, like a little executive gym, some treadmills and, and, and such. Um, but no, he wanted a, a bigger, you know, kind of workout area and, and we didn't really have an opportunity to, to prep too far and there wasn't uh, enough time and, um, in order to get them off to a, a normal facility that we use. So, um, uh, it's one of those things you, you scramble to, to try to accommodate requests like that. And I was able to get our, our local high school, high school who just uh, upgraded their, their entire gym and workout facility with some heavy weights because they wanted to get into some, some heavy weight lifting. And uh, so next thing you know, we probably had about, about 10 people uh, and two, two passengers vans going over to the high school to work out. And, and Luke, uh, you know, just, you know, he, he was really mindful of, of you know, taking care of, of his crew. Um, and that's, you know, those are things that you just you, you, you learn about an individual and um, that they genuinely care about people and uh, mm-hmm. they genuinely, you know, they, they look beyond themselves to make sure that, that that they're taken care of. And that was one of those requests because it was, it was important to him to make sure that, you know, his guys were, were, were taken care of and um, it, we were able to accommodate and, and the, the school district was, was very, uh, very accommodating. That's awesome. 
Danny, have you ever um, met somebody that made you a little starstruck along your shows? Have you like walked into a room and you're like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I, I, I normally are not too starstruck, but Darius Rucker kind of fits into that. Mm-hmm. Kind of goes back to uh, high school time with uh, Hootie and the Blowfish and, uh, and just, you know, that, that kind of uh, the music and the vibe and just, you know, it just seemed like really, really down to earth. So uh, when he showed up, I was, I was, I was just a little taken back and, and had to remember, you know, kind of what, uh, <laughs> what we're there for. Um, but then just, you know, right before the show, it just really just down to earth. And it was funny, Fluffy, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, he, he flew in a day early because Darius Rucker was, was, mm-hmm. was playing the next day. And, and so, or playing that day, the day before. So, he, you know, you could tell he had that impact on, on many people, many uh, you know, people's mm-hmm. lives, but um, yeah, Darius Rucker would, would, would be my, my, my one, just because it kind of goes, went back to you know, that, that high school, high school time for me. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I think Justine was hoping that it would be her. I thought it would maybe be me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made the mistake of, of sometimes thinking I, I, I knew information about an artist and then I'll, I'll kind of just, just tattle myself a little bit. Christian Bush um, was, uh, was, was performing of course, without uh, being tied into Sugarland, And um, I was getting the meet and greet uh, line ready and going through the whole normal thing, you know, the, the, the normal spiel that you give. And um, I was like, yeah, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but there's, you know, an association with the Bush beans. And so I, I said, uh, you know, so you can clearly know that this, he, he doesn't need the money. So he, he, in, genuinely enjoys playing um you know live entertainment and the manager at that point in time was kind of like behind me and <laughs> she was like uh no he does need the money and he is yes his family's but he has no connection to the bush beans as far as like <laughs> being like a, a millionaire that you would think um so i was just like all right danny note to self don't don't pretend or don't say what you think is the truth about someone uh, so I, I certainly apologize and we, we all kind of got a joke out of it i just thought it was a fascinating fact i just kind of threw it out there but um, you know, meet and greets are, are they're they're fun to do at times, and then other times you're like, Ugh. but I know it's an important fan aspect, and and also sometimes you know the artists you can tell if they really are into it or if they're really you know just shake the hand, take the picture, and 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 move on. And um, sometimes they're like really, really um, just just really cool to watch, and then other times you're just you're just holding a bag and 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 shuffling people through. It's always interesting when you have like the 200 young girls, like that oh. middle school age. Whew. Yeah. Or can I take a picture? Okay. I want my girlfriend over to take a picture. Okay. Can we get one more picture? And, and, and the artist of course is, is being nice. And then you're getting that look from, from, from the tour manager, like, um, okay, you know, you're supposed to screen these things a little bit better. And mm-hmm. you, you kind of feel like you're, you're guilty, but I'm like, Hey, it's shoot, It's their experience. Let's, you know, it's, it's two seconds out of their day, but yeah, we try to be mindful of that, but it's um, it's it's one of those things that uh, is you know part of the you know part of the experience backstage. I'm not a big you know I try to try to make sure to me security is most important. So I, I kind of move more into that lockdown mode, um, just knowing that you just may have that one occur that one opportunity one occurrence that you just don't want to have. Had that early on in 2007. Some fans just kind of you know getting through security and we have state police positioned and you think that would have been enough, but next thing you know they appear on stage and it's like whoa okay guys something happened here and there's a breakdown. Let's learn from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then things like, you know, uh, like the Indiana State Fair and just, you know, certain things as an industry that we all learn from. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's, you know, sometimes it's, it's, you know, kind of a bad situation and a good situation. We all learn, um, but certainly making those those adjustments. So backstage, um, I'm really you know just super cautious. I just want the, the person, the artist to have, you know, a, a safe but comfortable experience. And speaking of safety, um, I mean, with you guys being on 
on the east side do you guys have some crazy weather that that goes through your fair tell us a little bit if you have any stories of kind of some weather that you've had to deal with over the years yeah trace atkins i, I just was listening to that uh, podcast again first i i just I love love his voice so i can just listen to trace <laughs> atkins read the phone book there was a, str- a storm. That's, a, that's why it's a delight listening to you, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got my Trace Atkins filter on my podcast. Here we go. Go. So. Oh, do it. Go. <laughs> no, I was kidding. No. I, wish, I wish I could make my voice. You know, he's a big Civil War buff. He's, yes. He's huge. Yeah. Um, a good friend of mine actually was uh, was an illustrator for um, Gods and Generals, I think was the name of the movie. And he storyboard uh, some of the court scenes. And I called him up and said, hey, do you have any storyboards? Because uh, uh, Trace is coming in, into town. He's a huge Civil War buff, and I'd love to frame one and say, hey, you know, I know you're a big, big fan. And so we were able to get, uh, get some sketchings uh, of the storyboard sure. of the movie and, uh, and, and presented, it, uh, presented it to him. And he was just, yes, I mean, a, a, an awesome guy. So Trace definitely would fall into, Justine would fall into that category uh, shortly, after, uh, shortly after Darius Rucker. Yeah, because if you listen to season one, episode one with Trace Adkins, he yeah. does talk about him being a big Civil War buff and sitting on the tour bus uh, watching the History Channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, definitely. Uh, but it, it was a uh, Trace concert, and we saw you, you just everyone has the phones, everyone has their their weather app that does depend on. Dark Sky is my go to app, and you just you just see, you know, those clouds off, and you're like, okay an hour until rain or 30 minutes until rain. Well, literally it, it was, I mean, it was, it was a pretty significant storm. It was one of those that we just, we pulled everyone backstage just in case we needed to make decisions. And this, this thing hit, we're in uh, Delaware State Fairs in Harrington, Delaware. It literally hit the, the Northern portion of, of Harrington and went and split and went completely around us. And then actually picked up about 10 miles South of us. And the, the Delaware State Fair bone dry, never got a drop mm. of, of, of weather. And it was storms. And there was actually a, a partial touchdown um, just south of us. And it was just one of those amazing. So so Mother Nature was a big Trace Atkins fans that uh, that evening. <laughs> Let's go from backstage to onto the fairgrounds. And I know Justine and I, when we worked at uh, the Wisconsin State Fair, one of our best sources of entertainment were the fairgoers themselves. Mm-hmm. Can you share any stories from being on the grounds, whether an encounter with a fairgoer, something they were maybe wearing or not wearing, or something down that road, Danny? You know, I'm a I'm a kind of a novice uh, photographer, and. Uh, I think people watching either, you know, we're on the East Coast, as Justine already said. Um, so either go to the beach for some amazing people watching mm-hmm. or two, go to the go to a fair and, and, and just people watch. Because it to me, it's, you know, the Del- Delaware is a small state. We don't even have a million million. There's more Packer fans than there are people that live in the, in the, in the state of Delaware. Come on, Blue Hen. <laughs> Justine, I tell you, I, I watched the Packers game with them uh, over uh, over. Yeah, Bruce told me. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, that was uh, that back. was a blast. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you got to got to experience sitting through a game with a great fan with a great team. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where, hey, where's the laugh track now, Danny? Oh wait a second, let me uh, we go with that, and then I'm going to add. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. Uh, I'm a Dolphins fan, so I have a little uh, bit to root for. But uh, uh, I love you, Danny. Way to go. That was great. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And actually, I mean, our, our back and forth is because of our years of friendship. And, and, and I know, I've, you know, over the last two years, certainly getting to know, you know, Justine as, as a member of this duo. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's about, you know, you know, folks and friendships, you know, like, like we have, we enjoy. And I was talking to uh, Brett Chance uh, literally uh, an hour ago um, since retired. And he, he sends uh, his regards and says, oh, you make sure you tell him I said hi. Another <laughs> big Packer fan, by the way. Mm-hmm. Go uh, Ohio State. We'll kind of see. Uh, it's always mm-hmm. fun to watch watch your Wisconsin and, and Ohio yeah. State. But yep. yeah, I mean, and Delaware State Fair. I mean, we're we're 103 years, uh, you know, 103 yeah year tradition, and so we just celebrated our centennial celebration. And and then you really realize what what the fair means to people, and mm-hmm. and or your venue, or you know what what you work so hard on. So my my 15 years, I take a lot of pride in. Um, and, and trying to understand who our customers are, where they come from, and, and why do they enjoy the, the the Delaware State Fair? Whether it's coming to watch livestock, whether the number one thing is always who's coming to the Delaware State Fair for concert, and concert seems to be like number one reason, uh, on top of you know and, and inclusive of you know the the carnival rides and fair food and just the tradition, the summertime tradition of of going to the going to the fair and you know the the fair food certainly falls right into that that list and. Mm-hmm. Jeff Dunham, um, Jeff Dunham made an unusual request. He's like, "Hey, tell me who you know. What's what's a Delaware State Fair tradition?" And we don't, we don't have um, you know really a, a signature dish per se. But um, so I, I, this is one of those things you don't make things up because it kind of comes back to, to bite you a little bit. Well, I made up this dish trying to be creative, and he's like, "Oh, well, great." I, I, can you, if you don't mind, can you get me one? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, shit. so I'm like going to all the fair vendors and like, hey, can you deep fry this? And can you add some powdered sugar here? And oh, my gosh, it was uh, and we, we able to accommodate. But um, then, of course, he announces on the stage that he had said dish. And, you know, the crowd didn't really respond to, wow, that's one of our favorites. Like, you know, Krispy uh, Kreme burgers or, you know, anything that um, – eclairs because it, it didn't exist it didn't exist yeah so i i made up some really it, it was bad but uh yeah people watching at the delaware state fair is a blast i mean it depends on what time of the day and what day of the week but um it's uh yeah. you know, it's reflective of, of us as the delawareans do you have a particular fair goer that you know that the fair doesn't start until that fair goer is there do you have the diehards who is your yes. diehard oh my gosh yes i've, I've got uh, a family and it's it's um a brother, sister, and a mother, and they they must have stock in like t-shirt designs because they they literally make up and customize what artist they're watching, and then they also do custom t-shirts of the grounds entertainment. Uh, we had Adam Calvert on our free stage, and uh, they made up Adam Calvert t-shirts, and they they whatever concert they were going to, Sugarland or or you know Carrie Underwood, and they would make up I mean these elaborate t-shirts, hmm. and so and they're always on our social media. Um, uh, channels and they're always watching the lives and um and I've, I've gotten to know them through the years and it's you know it's those individuals that that you you know you realize that the fairs is is an important aspect to their to their life and to you know summertime summertime traditions bruce and i are a little more simple we just knew it was the fair when the guy with the dog collar showed up <laughs> wearing the dog collar we're a little yeah, more simple you, folk i suppose uh, you wonder if there's a dress code ever that would be instilled in some, some of the outfits. Well, s- same individual. We also had a fall event called Harvest Fair. We knew that event didn't start until said dog collar guy came to Harvest Fair <laughs> and started announcing 
into a cob of corn. Pumpkins for sale. <laughs> Pumpkins for sale. <laughs> then you know it's fair time. Then you Absolutely. Know it's, yeah, then you know it's fair time. And fair time. so this is usually a question Justine asks, but I'm going to ask it to Danny. Usually we ask an artist, do they have any pre-show rituals mm -hmm. or anything like that before they go on the stage, while they're on the stage, while they're off the stage, anything like that. But being you, Danny, that is the assistant general <laughs> manager of the Delaware State Fair, do you have any rituals, a daily ritual, like you go in the same gate or you park in the same mm. parking spot? Do you have you a eat the same donut? Yeah. Do you have a jelly donut before you go on the grounds? Do you wear the same hat or whatever it is? Yeah, no. Great question. You know, for me, it's important to be in two places. And whenever a concert starts, I'm always there when gates open because I, I love to see the excitement and the energy. And then also I can just see how the system's working and a scanning system with technology and such. But then also the, the next one is when the show starts I absolutely love it when the lights come down and I just look out of the faces. And for me, that that's a, that's a tradition. And that's, that's um, a, a must do for myself because you spend a year planning and organizing for me, it's not necessarily watching the concert. Very rarely do I actually watch a concert. I actually go and do other stuff, but I spend at least 10 minutes of watching the crowd and, and how excited they are um, with the energy level with that first song. And, and just seeing the faces and the people, and usually it's one of the most popular songs, the opening and closing, but, you know, they're just, you know, just having a, a good time. And that's what, that's what drives me um, to continue to do, you know, what, what I do. And, you know, when you, when you hit a home run, you, you feel great. And when sometimes you swing and miss, you, you, you swing and miss and you just make those notes. But, you know, for me, it's really, it's, it's my people watching and it's just seeing them having a, a, a good time. So at seven thirty, when when artist takes the stage, that's uh, that's that's the place I need to be right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So give us a swing and miss. Mm. Oh man, um, you want me to give a name of the artist themselves? You're really well, trying. Come to... on, you gotta come you on. Danny doesn't Danny? want to. Danny doesn't. <laughs> oh come on, Justino, hold your hand. Come on. Well, sometimes you you think you you know your market. You, yes. you think you know it and you're like, yeah. you know what? Classic rock is going to work. And, and, you know, it, it worked 10 years ago. And then, you know, the artists are still traveling and big sticks fan, huge, big sticks fan. Mm -hmm. And of course they're, they're one of those circle, you know, must, must do, must have when yeah. in the classic rock circle mm -hmm. um, the circuit. And it, it just did, did not translate mm -hmm. to the, to the, the, the ticket prices, but the previous time it, it, it did, but unfortunately there was some time you know, span there. So yeah, there are, there are times that you hear from people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. Must have. And it just, it, the, 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 the needle didn't move and mm -hmm. you just didn't have the right, the right, right, right mix. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, Mr. Mr. Roboto was on when, you know, my cassette tape. I mean, that was yeah. my, you know, my jam. And I remember making, you know, the, the cassette uh, player for, uh, you know, for my girlfriend in, in high school. So yeah. like we all did a little playlist and, uh, you know, sticks, of course, maybe that's why relationship didn't last that long. I take it. I take it. Mr. Roboto <laughs> wasn't on your slow jam. Tape. No. no, maybe I didn't have enough slow jams. Maybe haven't. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, Sticks was was it? I was like, oh no, it's gonna work. These guys are phenomenal, and it just yep. didn't translate to the market at that time that year. Yeah, um, they've since been to this Delmarva region, and and they appear to to have done well. And mm -hmm. um, not to say that we wouldn't wouldn't consider. Um, 
but yeah, that was, that was my, I was a big, big sticks fan. So that, that was one thing that, that really disappointed me. And I, I want it to be a home run. Give me your opposite of that, of where you're bringing in someone and you're like, Oh, this is just going to tank. And then all of a sudden you have like a huge showing and you're like, Oh, look at that. It worked out good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually big time rush. I mentioned them earlier. Big time rush was one of those, um, bands that we just got them like, I mean, dirt, dirt cheap and they just blew up the whole TV mm-hmm. show. And I think many fairs were was very successful that summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that show, we, we could not have put another seat in and it was just yelling and, and screaming girls and the parents just like was, you know, holding their ears because it was just the, the energy level was, was at a whole nother, whole nother level when, when you're dealing with, with, with younger, younger girls um, for, mm-hmm. for those pop star um, so yeah, that was, that was a big home run. We, it's still probably one of the top five, um, producing and then netting shows, uh, for us because the, wow. the ROI was just, was, was phenomenal. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, my kids at that point in time watched Nickelodeon. So I was very familiar with, with, with BTR at the time. And, um, which makes you want to take the risk on other things like that. And then unfortunately that's where you have those swings and misses, um, and those repeats sometimes aren't, aren't necessarily easily obtained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my I'll have to say my out on a limb, way out, no idea how it's going to go was Sean Mendez. OK, oh, yeah, sometimes in the timing. And then I know Victoria Justice, we we waited one year too long, um, went up to the Allentown Fair and, and saw her there with took my kids, my daughter and her friend and um, huge show, huge show. And uh, we booked her for the next year. And then that was one of those things where the show itself was, was kind of you know slowing down a bit. So we just kind of missed the missed the bubble. Um, but yeah, sometimes those, those home runs are, or you just, you know, you're feeling good about, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> sometimes it's a good feeling and other times it's pole right. stars and, and yeah. research. And, and this is a George Moffat. This is a George Moffat quote. If it was easy, everyone would do it. And I, early on, George told me that. And Todd reminds me of that. And mm-hmm. we, we, we kind of just, you know, tongue in cheek say that phrase here on occasion, but if it was easy, everyone else would be, would be doing it. And we've all mm-hmm. seen festivals pop up, come and go. And we've seen, you know, other events try to, you know, replicate the, you know, the, the, the magic of, of live entertainment. And man, if you can figure it out, good luck. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is not easy, but you're, we're, you know, you're buying for, for long-term and um, it just, you know, enjoying those moments where you get to see the smiling face. That's why it's important to me to, to, to kind of reflect back on, you know, why we're here and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you never know until they actually walk onto that stage. Yeah. Because so many things can happen from <clears throat> your first conversation to the last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until the lights hit and they're on and they're singing. It's like, whew. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We can they're check on. that, check that box. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd be in this position? I've, I've always enjoyed the entertainment business and those, and you'd have to be kind of an older person to, to know uh, what up with people was um, up with people was a, was a, was a performing organization that you traveled, um, you know, with the cast of about 150 people. And I had an opportunity to, to, to travel to about 28 different countries. And um, as a student and you stay with host families and such, but you really learn live entertainment. You learn about, you know, setting up a show and, and staging a show and, and rehearsals and, technology challenges or something going wrong or something shutting down. You have an electrical issue and such. Um, but then after I finished traveling, they hired me as a European promotions director. 
So actually, I, I, I worked in Europe um, selling tickets, setting up shows, working with sponsors and just you know looking at ticket counts, working with venues and vendors, finding host families. So I always had that um, that sense of you know, organizing uh, you know, live entertainment events uh, in me. So when I came back to Delaware to, to kind of settle down, um, I, I, I missed doing that. So uh, I'm definitely getting my uh, my feel here at the uh, at the Delaware State Fair doing, you know, what what I genuinely love to do. Delaware State Fair. <laughs> I love the wind whoosh in the beginning of that. Did you hear that? It's like whoosh. yeah, it's a whoosh. It's a it's it's a fun jingle. I I, I like it. It we used it about four years ago on uh, our centennial celebration. So you don't have any yeah. sweepers or stingers or yeah. What other buttons you got on there? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Justine, that sounds like Bruce laughing, doesn't it? <laughs> No, uh, no. Nah, nah. nah. This is more of a chuckle. Yeah. It, yes, true. Uh, yeah. And then actually, okay, our next guests. What's? Oh, 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 who's at the door? <laughs> who's at the door? Oh, we have Bruce and Justine. Hey. <laughs> great to see you guys. Yes. No, I, I genuinely just enjoy listening and the great stories and um, between helicopter rides and guys dangling <laughs> um, to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just just all the great stories, genuinely. So you guys are doing a great job, and uh, love well, love this you. hearing. Uh... <laughs> this was my outro. This was after this. Uh, let me see if I still have. It. Oh no, that's oh, my doorbell. Hey, okay. answer oh, the door. Someone's here. <laughs> someone's here again. Somebody more important is here. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, it's Garth Brooks. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I, I thoroughly last uh, this last year we had uh, we had, had Tracy Bird. So let me play a little background music for you. Yeah, Tracy Bird at the uh, Delaware State Fair. And um, he he just, you could tell, was so excited to see uh, the sea Todd and, and to almost like embrace, per se, but just the history yeah. that they had, the stories. Todd actually sent me some pictures. He was doing a sound check um, during the Garth Brooks concert. I think it was probably up in Philadelphia, up in my neck of the woods. Um, but he was sending me pictures, uh, pictures from there because we've always wanted to make Garth realize that Delaware is the one state that he's not performed in. Uh, so we certainly oh. open is it up. True? Uh, I, I believe it's true. I don't want to make one of those statements like I did earlier. I saw in DC and he's one of those artists that, that I would just love to sit down and just have a beer with and, and just, just talk. And he genuinely cares. It just seems like just genuinely cares about, about his fans, about his team, about the people around him, you know, Trisha and, and everyone, but just his interaction with Todd just shows that, that that's the type of person that, that, that he is and certainly the people that he surrounds himself with. And mm-hmm. um, that's, you know, those are the people I, I enjoy kind of, you know, watching one be successful, but two just, you know, being part of, uh, of everyone's life and, and, and their success and huge success regardless. Definitely. Well, Danny, well, thanks a lot for your time today. We appreciate you talking to Justine and I on which way is catering with Justine and Bruce. Absolutely. My absolute pleasure to uh, bring the, uh, to your 12 <laughs> listeners and yeah, uh, yeah. You know, just chat and, and uh, kind of catch up. Uh, I, I know, know. We, we, we go way back and, um, you know, it's, it's about, you know, folks that do what we get to do and, 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 you know, work well. And, and when we, you know, kind of share notes and, and war stories and, and, uh, you know, wounds and successes and, and, and such. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you know, continue to, to, to bring this podcast. Cause like I said, I mean, you're, you're recording history and, you know, sometimes I'm a big history uh, channel fan and just watching, you know, back December 7th and with Pearl Harbor and just to see those videos and the stories and, 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 and that's, you know, part of history. And, and you guys, I mean, live entertainment, it's, you know, people love to go to concerts just because mm-hmm. you're making memories and, and it's part of 
of, of what they're passionate and their, their love for. And, you know, we all get to be part of that. And the variety team gets to be part of making that happen all across the United States, but in, in small venues and large venues. So, you know, just, just a huge thanks to, you know, to, to Todd and, and, and the team there and, 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 you know, getting to know, you know, you guys and just, you know, being part of uh, part of uh, live entertainment uh, here in 2021, 22. Play it one more time, Danny. Delaware State Fair. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this is a fun jingle. Yeah, and maybe we need to change up our jingle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, that, that'd be good voiceover right there, but. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Danny. Bruce and I want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast, Which Way is Catering with Justine and Bruce. If you'd like to drop us a line, you can email us at whichwayiscatering at gmail.com or visit us at varietyattractions.com. A big thank you to our sponsors, Brannigan Inc. and Spectrum Weather Insurance. Which Way is Catering with Justine and Bruce. Served up by Variety Attractions, celebrating 60 years of entertainment excellence. That's fabulous.